Hello. Hello. What's up, everybody? I'm not sure if anyone's going to watch this stream today because it was kind of a last minute thing, but I'm here to talk Star Wars on a Tuesday, not the regular Monday show because today's my birthday. If you follow me on social media or you watched the show yesterday, you know that's what today is. And that's why I wanted to hop on here, see if anyone wanted to talk some Star Wars. And coincidentally, it was revealed that Inquisitors will be in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And there's details surrounding it, which we'll talk about in just a little bit. But I was right about something that we'll talk about later. I'll pull up the article. We'll take a look at it together and go from there. And uh, yes, I have a hat on today because I got a haircut. If you can't tell, I was getting pretty out of hand and I haven't styled it yet. So it's just in a hat. <laughs> but uh, if you are joining us today, thanks for watching. If you're watching on the playback, thank you so much. And to the audio listeners, thank you as well. I'm glad you could join us today. There was something I wanted to point out about today that, you know, if you really want to support my channel and support me, I released a new video today titled the 12 highest paid Star Wars actors. And it's about a 10 minute video. I put a lot of work into it. It's from another episode of Han Talks First, episode 98. And it's all about Star Wars money. But this is a segment from that show where we talk about the highest paid Star Wars actor and we rank them from 12 to one. So if you don't mind, go check out that video. It's it just, again, it just came out today. I think it's very interesting and it would mean a lot if you just went on to the thing and at least liked it, left a comment. You don't have to watch it. I know it's, you know, it's tough for some people to watch a full video on a work week and stuff like that, but it would mean a lot if you did that for me uh, today. The Speaking of views and stuff like that, yesterday we got the highest viewed video ever on Han Talks First. If you are with us regularly on Monday, you know that I do a Star Wars show every Monday at 12 p.m. And one of the segments is Star Wars Replay, where we replay major moments and events that happened this week in Star Wars history. And yesterday's video got over 2,844 views in less than 12 hours, which was incredible. I thought it was going to be the first video of mine to hit 3,000 views, but it just was a little bit shy of that. Still, it's pretty cool. That's our, our achievement for our YouTube career so far. So in uh, six months, and the highest video is at 2,800 views. That's pretty cool. Um, and that happened yesterday, which was pretty exciting as well. So I know you guys love Star Wars Replay and more segments like that will be coming in the future. So thank you guys for your support. So let me see who, if anybody, has joined us here today. Okay, cool, Robin. Uh, it's so birthday. So I posted on my personal Instagram this morning the clip from Thor Ragnarok where Mark Ruffalo's in the spaceship and he's like, I got to find a gun. This looks like a gun. And he pushes the button and then it turns into like a disco ship and the uh, Grandmaster's song comes on. It's my birthday. So wait, that's what I posted today. But thank you, Robin, Mr. High Ground. What's up, dude? Good to see you, man. He says happy birthday as well. Thank you so much. Uh, you have the high ground. Max says hello there and happy birthday for a second time. Thank you, Max. I think you were the second person um, on social media to wish me a happy birthday. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. Josh is happy birthday. Thank you, Josh. Good to see you. Uh, we missed you yesterday, man. 
we missed you so much. So thanks for joining us today. Um, Andreas says happy birthday. Thanks, Andreas. Thank you so much for joining us today. And yeah, it looks like that's everyone who is on the YouTube page. If you're watching on Twitch, um, shoot, shoot us a message. Say hello. We'd love to hear who is watching over there. Uh, the video is great and very interesting. I think you're talking about the 12 highest paid actors. So thanks for watching that, Max. Um, glad you found it interesting. I, I found it interesting too. Um, congrats. You deserve it, bro. Oh, I guess on the, on the views for that last video. Congrats on the views. Yeah, cool. Thank you guys. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I really deserve it. Thanks for that. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think my videos average. I mean, if you look at everything collectively, an average video has about 100 views, at least with consistent with how much I release. But if we're looking at it per video average, it's really about 20. It's not a lot, you know, I'm not looking for a lot. I just love doing this. And, but when I see more people watch the stuff and more people enjoy it, um, that's what makes me happy because then I get to meet more people. And when you meet more people, you get more perspective on certain things. And that's always fun. That's always a great time for me. So Thank you guys for your support and um, thanks for watching those videos. Josh says, I'm so sorry, Han. I'm back at work this weekend. It's cutting very bad into my time online. Ah, work. Work gets in the way. You know, I, I hope at least you do what you love or you love what you do in some way. But hey, it's okay. You know, I'm always going to be here and we can chat anytime. It doesn't have to be on Mondays. But yeah, don't worry about it. We all got busy lives, you know especially in these times. So I totally understand. Once I get through the next couple of weeks, I'll be able to be on consistently again. Well, cool. I can't wait. I can't wait for you to do that. That'd be awesome. MJ, the youngling says, happy birthday, bro. Hey, MJ, it's good to see you again. Thank you so much for wishing me a happy birthday. And like I said, everyone, we have something really cool to talk about today. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to get to it in a minute. Offworld Adam. Greetings, Han. Happy birthday. Thank you, Offworld Adam. Thank you for stopping by. Always good to see your name as well in the chat. So thank you all for wishing me happy birthday and saying hello. Would you guys like to see some of the things I got? Yes, it's Star Wars related. If you guys would like to see, let me know. And in the meantime, I'm going to get my screen ready so we can talk about this Obi-Wan Kenobi news, which is ironic because yesterday I said I was going to do a stream today because it's my birthday. And I just wanted to talk Star Wars. And a lot of you asked on, on Twitter, I got some people saying, well, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> you talked about everything on Monday. And I was like, I don't know. And then that night, my girlfriend was like, so what are you going to talk about tomorrow? And I was like, I don't know. I kind of shot my proverbial load all yesterday. So I don't have anything to share today. And then this morning, well, technically seven hours ago, news broke about Obi-Wan Kenobi. And there's a full article which I haven't read yet. I've been saving it for this so that we can talk about. And it's pretty exciting. Okay, so I got a couple of people saying yes, they want to see. So let me start off with a small thing. So if you follow me on, on social media, you know that I, um, I've been looking for this drink for a while called Iron Brew. And here it is. I got a pack of it sent to me. Now, I live in America. This is a, oh, a, this is a foreign drink from scotland which is actually where my family is from 
and it's not alcohol. It's just, it's essentially orange soda, but, uh, someone sent this to me and they sent me a six pack and it's really hard to find in America. So this was one thing I got. And <laughs> the challenge is going to be, I only have six of them. I have to make them last as long as I can, which is going to be difficult, but it's good to have. I mean, honestly, they might be gone by the end of the day. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> but that's one thing that I got, which I'm pretty excited about. And the other one is actually Star Wars related. So let me let me grab that for you. Actually, Max was someone who helped me try to find out where I could where I could find it. And so thanks for thanks for helping me out, Max. MJ says, did Ewan McGregor send it to you? <laughs> what if he did? What if he did? Maybe we're really close. And that's how I get all my Obi-Wan news. I'm just kidding. No, but it that's one thing I love about Ewan is he's also, you know, Scottish background. I am first generation American. I don't have an accent, so I, I know why that can be confusing. But my whole dad's side has the accent. I'm I'm the unlucky one who didn't get a lot of amazing accent, but it would be cool. Roll your R's when you say brew. Iron brew. Iron brew. You're right. I need to work on it. I need to work on it. So check this out. Oh, right. I think Offworld Adam, you might be... Uh, where are you from? Are you familiar with Iron Brew? Um, it's one of my favorite drinks of all time. Thanks for the shout out. Of course. Yeah. Any Everyone who comes on the show will get a shout out. Sith Stoner, happy birthday. Thank you so much, Sith. I appreciate that. All right, so here is the gift that I wanted to highlight today. And I'll do an, unbox an unboxing for you. But before I show it, um, there's a couple people joining us. Would you mind giving this video a like? It would mean so much to me and it helps out so much too. So if you are not listening in a car and you have your hands free, if you could give this a like, that would be amazing. Oh, you're Canadian. Okay. That's right. I, I think because I've only interacted with you on other streams that I know are from the UK, I believe is maybe why I put that together, but cool. That's good to know for future reference. So here is, this is what my brother got me. My brother got me a collector's case of, well, let's see if anyone can guess what it is just by the, just by the cover here. Does anyone know what this is? I'll give you a couple seconds. Now, this might be uploaded to the podcast later. I apologize if you guys can't see what I'm showing, but it's a book case and it's a collector's book case. And it includes the Jedi Path, the Book of the Sith, the Bounty Hunter's Code, and the Imperial Handbook. Of course, this is Star Wars Legends, but this is the deluxe box set. Gifts from my brother. It's something I've always wanted to read. And so we are going to, we're going to open it right here. It kind of pains me to unpackage it because it looks so pretty, you know? And a part of me is like, don't ever open it. But the other part of me is like, I got to know what it says, you know? So here we go. Here we go. All right, so this was during the George Lucas reign. 
So it depends on what you consider canon. It is technically Legends, but there is still some things in here consistent with canon outline. So here is the, uh, the little pamphlet for it. Star Wars Secrets of the Galaxy Deluxe Box Set with all the synopsises of what's involved. And let's take a look here at what the first one is we see. So check that out. How beautiful is that? It's essentially all the handbooks for the different regimes of the Star Wars galaxy. Oh my God, it's so like, it's so new. It's it's like taking a little bit to get out. Okay, so. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Look at this one. This is the Imperial Handbook. How sick is that? Oh my gosh. Oh, really cool. So check this out. It looks like this is like a a document filled out by Okay, this file is this document is filed by Commander Luke Skywalker of the Alliance Command. And this the item contained is an Imperial handbook, a commander's guide. And it's a small printed volume with a black cover. So it opens up with like this document that was filed by Luke Skywalker. I don't I don't know if you can focus on that. There we go. I know it's a little hard to see everybody, but so that's the we're not going to go through the whole book, don't worry. But it comes it's got like beautiful art in it too. This is really cool. And it's like I've never seen that piece of art before either. So you learn about the vehicles of the Imperial Army. You learn about their different stations. Blueprints of some of their bases. Look at how cool this is. That's so cool. So we got the Hexostar, the Purity, the Black Phantom, all this kind of stuff. Okay, that's the Imperial Handbook. What do you guys think? It's pretty cool, huh? I'm going to save the Jedi one for last because that looks really cool. So check this out. This is the Bounty Hunter Code, the Code Handbook. Now, this actually is still relevant in The Mandalorian. They do reference this book. One thing I want to point out is look at the pages. I don't know if you can see the texture of the pages or not, but they're like old, old loosely style. This one has a similar dissertation at the beginning and this one is filled out by captain noah gerardi and lieutenant tepra Teslit. so this one just has like the requirements for joining the the bounty hunters guild it has here we go so this says the bounty hunters guide handbook guild handbook i'm sorry dengar gave me a copy of this handbook Bosk and Greedo must have owned it before him. Their notes are written throughout. Knowing what the guild is up to and how they do their business has proven to be useful to me. Signed by Boba Fett. It's a little handwritten note there. That's really cool. So this is the updated Imperial Edition. Tools of trade, rules of bounty hunting, evaluating your, your bounty... Hunting your bounty, this is going to be great. 
So I guess you guys can expect a bunch of videos coming about each book that I have here, which is pretty cool. All right, there's two more we're going to look at. Let me see what you guys are saying about, about this stuff. Um, something to do with Jedi. You were, you were spot on, Max. Good job. I'm MJ, I'm sorry. Um, that's epic. It is pretty epic. Awesome box set. Nice box set. Looks beautiful. It's beautiful. Nice. That's super cool. The Imperial book looks very cool. And the art in the book is very interesting. Yeah. And again, we haven't even like looked through all of this yet. Um, MJ says Star Wars Theory has made videos on these books. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen those. Max has a book about the Mandalorians. It's just so cool. Mandos are cool. I agree. All right. So check this out. This one. This one. First of all, look at the back. Look how cool that is. So this is the book of the Sith. So in it, we'll probably learn a lot more about the rules. Oh, it opens up with another excerpt from Luke. It says each recovered text has its own texture and size. We'll never know what the complete books looked like. These pages are all that remain. So it seems like the story behind this one is it was taken from old Sith texts, at least whatever was remaining at the time. Oh my gosh, there's a letter from Darth Sidious in here. Oh my gosh, the preface is by Darth Sidious. That's really cool. Yeah, and it has like annotations all along the sides by different characters. So like Luke made his annotation there. And I guess he like just notes the what's important to look out here. Oh, and it's got a whole section, whole section on the rule of two. This is going to be awesome. So this is the Sith, the book of the Sith. Uno mas, one more here, one more. Hopefully the best was saved for last. This is the Jedi path, the Jedi code book. So let's, let's take a look at this one. This one I think I'm most excited about. Oh, it's got, so at the front page, it has the signatures of Yoda, Thame Carillion, Dooku, Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin, Ahsoka, Darth Sidious, and Luke Skywalker. Their official signatures. That's really cool. So the preamble of this is said by Luke Skywalker again. This one has annotations by Yoda, by Anakin, by Ahsoka. Look at that, like right on the side. I don't know if you can see, but like this one's done by Anakin. This one is annotated by Ahsoka. She says, Sky Guy has a heart after all. This is cool. So, okay, here we go. How to conduct your Padawan as a master. This is good stuff, man. This is like stuff that is you can't just find online. The knighting ceremony, something I've always been very curious about. And I'm, I'm hoping there's stuff in here about the Jedi trials as well. That's something that I've always wanted to know more about. Threats of, threats of teaching Jedi. This one is by Chief Librarian Restelli Quist. This is great. This is so good. Uh, that's the Jedi Path book. I will be doing a bunch of videos coming soon about all of these. And again, it comes in this beautiful box set, which 
So cool. So cool. So this box set was only released by Disney, but the books are legend. Just to uh, remind people. But yeah, that was my thing. That was what I got. That was the gift I had this year. And it was pretty cool, you know. Uh, What do you guys think? How do you think of it? Uh, I absolutely love Star Wars stuff that focuses on the Sith and the dark side. Me too, Max. It's it's stuff we don't get that much of outside of novels. So, but either way, it's still really cool. MJ says that's so cool. It is so cool. Josh says it's sick. Facts. I would love to learn more about the Jedi trials. Looks absolutely great. Yeah. So MJ, I actually wrote a short story, uh, fan fiction called Jedi Trials. And it was my own interpretation of what Jedi have to do to become a Padawan, to become an apprentice, to become a a master, and then a, a spot above that, which is like a black level, a, um, a black belt master. And at some point, I'll share it on the, I'll probably do a video on it. Um, it's not heavily detailed, but it's like a short story. But yeah, Jedi Trials is something cool. 11 out of 10 for the gift. Yes. Again, guys, thank you so much for joining me today on on my birthday. I didn't expect anyone to come by today because I thought we'd have nothing to talk about. But there is one thing. So let's move into the news, the, the news that dropped today. That's what was most exciting. Like actual Star Wars news dropped on my birthday. One thing was, well, it's on my phone, so I can't show it, but... Uh, they released Ray's lightsaber today on discount for only $139. If you haven't seen it, go to Instagram or go to the Disney page. Check that out. It's, I mean, regardless of what you think of Ray or not, her lightsaber looks beautiful. The craftsmanship of it is brilliant. And if I had $139 just to like throw out there, I would totally buy this. It looks really cool. Um, let me see here. I'm definitely going to watch the fanfic, bro. Well, thanks, MJ. I appreciate that. You got any cool new videos coming out soon for yourself? I would love to see those. All right. So let me bring up this article. Let's talk about the Obi-Wan stuff. Give me a second to pull up the screen. Share screen. Did it do it? Uh, let me know if you guys can see this. Um, let me know if you can see the screen. It should say comicbookmovie.com on it. Cause I can't, I can't tell if you guys can see the screen or not. Well, no one is letting me know. So I'm just going to go ahead and start reading it. So check this out. Obi-Wan Kenobi rumored to include live action debut of Darth Vader's Inquisitors. Okay, first of all, let me go to full screen on myself because if you guys remember, if you watch the show for any period of time, you know that this is my favorite, my most anticipated show, Obi-Wan Kenobi, one of my favorite characters, and this time period is one of my favorite time periods. I've had many predictions about what hap- what's going to happen in this show. I've, had, I've written fan fictions on what happens in this time period. I'm very much attached to it. Sorry, my camera shut off for a second. It'll come back up. There it is. And I made a couple of predictions a few weeks ago on the casting rumors. And one of them 
was true. I got one right. So check this out. Let me go back to the, the article. Okay, so production is now underway on Obi-Wan Kenobi, and a new rumor suggests that we'll get to see the live-action debut of Darth Vader Sith Inquisitors in the Disney Plus series. Cast of Obi-Wan was announced, blah, blah, blah. Hayden Christensen's back. Yeah, we know. We know. Come on, man. Now it's been reported by Kessel Run Transmissions that Moses Ingram will be playing one of the Empire's Inquisitors. And this is the quote. This isn't something I'm running as a scoop because it's only from one person. So until I hear it from other people, I don't know. I was told that she's definitely an Inquisitor, so we'll see. I don't know. I'm still running it with other sources. I'm going to go ahead and say I know it's it's not really credible. It's not a credible source. Um, and we don't know the sources and no official word, but I believe it. I believe it 100%. Moses Ingram being an Inquisitor was one of the guesses I made when, it, when the cast was revealed. I said, they're going to be an Inquisitor. And sure enough, I mean, it could still just be a rumor, but either way, it's something cool to see. So let's see what, see what else they say here. So since Star Wars Rebels, Lucasfilm has explored the idea of these Inquisitors in every form comic books to the Jedi Fallen Order video game. And this should be taken as a rumor for now, but it would certainly make sense for the Inquisitors, given that the time Obi-Wan actually takes place. For those unfamiliar with the concept, the Inquisitors were formerly were former Jedi who surrendered to the Empire and allowed themselves to be turned to the dark side so they could hunt their former allies. Part of that is true. Part of that is actually not um not 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 accurate, but it's not spoken for. I, I don't think that's fact. Um, let's see what else. Whether this is a new Inquisitor or live action version of the familiar character remains to be seen. But we're getting what we're betting on the former. Obi Wan Kenobi is definitely shaping up to be a series that they will be worth the wait. I totally agree. Regardless, if even if they push this back a year, which is already a year away, I, I'm losing my mind. But even if they did it another year, and they were like. Not till 2023. I'd be totally fine with it, you know. And they say the story begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Revenge of the Sith, where Obi-Wan is faced with his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his best friend and the Jedi apprentice Anakin Skywalker turned to evil Sith Lord Darth Vader. The cast includes yada, yada, yada. We know that. Moses Ingram training with a lightsaber before the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Oh, there's actually video of her training. Let's check this out. I'm going to go full screen. Let me know if you guys can. Uh, let me know if you can see this video. Let's take a look. Come on. Maybe it's. Here we go. Maybe it doesn't. Okay, here she is. Here she is. Look at that. I didn't know she posted this. So this was apparently six days ago. This was a week ago. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> That's so cool. Okay, so even though she's training with a blue one. I still think she's going to be an Inquisitor. Let me know what you guys think, and then we'll talk more about this. I want to hear what you guys are saying. Um... I can see the screen. Screen looks good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, to be honest, I'm not really surprised that we will see Inquisitors or that she will play an Inquisitor. Yeah, it's kind of predictable, right? I mean, the time period, the little amount of threat looming in the galaxy, um, that kind of stuff. 
Lando's here. He says, happy birthday. Thanks, Lando. Thanks for stopping by. I hope you're doing well, my friend. If you guys don't know Lando, uh, Sith Talkers podcast, go check him out. Excellent dudes. MJ says, I can see it. Oh, I see the video. Okay, cool. She's skilled. Yes, she's very skilled. So how big of a role do you think? Let's 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 go with the, the benefit of the doubt that she is actually an Inquisitor. Okay, let's just say that. So if she is an Inquisitor, how big of a role do you think she will play in this show? We have six episodes, approximately 40 minutes each episode. And most of the time is going to be spent with Obi-Wan Kenobi maybe a little bit of Luke Skywalker and there will be Darth Vader. Of course, we know the show is going to build up to it being leading to the ultimate battle between Vader and Obi-Wan. So that's the climax, right? But leading up to that, we're probably going to have her, him battling with the inquisitors, with the inquisitory. I think there will still be more than one inquisitor. I don't know if this lady will be the seventh uh, sister. I think it might be someone brand new. Uh, because it's not, she doesn't seem to fit the role from the one in Rebels. But I think we'll have at least two Inquisitors. And they'll be not, they'll be inadvertently hunting down Obi-Wan Kenobi. Maybe they'll feel a presence, but they don't know it's Obi-Wan. And a lot of people probably assume he's just dead. But I would love to know what you guys think. How big of a part do you think she'll have? Do you think she'll be in every episode? Do you think she'll be in like one or two? And do you think she will die? Do you think Obi-Wan will kill her? That's another question too. MJ says she'll probably be one of the main villains. Definitely. I can see that too. So almost synonymous with the amount of Vader screen time and his relevance as the villain. Is that what you're thinking? Max says, I think that she will hunt down Obi-Wan and I think Vader will send her. So I totally agree. I think that's what it is too. What will be very interesting is seeing the dynamics between Vader and his hunters, the Inquisitors, seeing that relationship, seeing how they interact. And because if you think about it, in A New Hope, Vader wasn't the top of the food chain. He could kill anyone he wanted to, but when it came to the amount of power and chain of command, he was third. Remember, Grand Moff Tarkin was right above him, and Vader was like his pet. Now, I think, paralleling that, they would probably make Vader the top of the food chain in this show. Tarkin's still above him, but his pet, Vader's dog on a leash, will be the Inquisitors. And he'll probably treat them really bad because of how he feels empowered or overpowered by Tarkin because of rank. So I feel like he'll treat whoever the Inquisitors are, pretty shitty. But we'll have to see too. That'd be a nice parallel, you know? I don't want another fight between Obi-Wan and Vader because of the dialogue in A New Hope. So, Max, I was... I... I totally understand. I totally agree. And I was very much on that line of thinking for the longest time. Even when they announced the show, I was like... I mean, I'm so happy Vader's in it, but they're going to fight? No, because A New Hope's my favorite movie. And I don't want anything, especially something I'm excited about, to potentially ruin the experience of A New Hope and change anything about that story for me. And 
So I totally see what you're saying. I'm growing more towards the idea because there's like, you could do it. It's risky. It's like, eh, I could believe it, you know, but you got to work around that dialogue. So Deborah Chow and whoever the writer is has a big task, but I'm totally on board with you. Totally get it. Yes, she's no match for space Jesus. No one's a match for space Jesus. Come on. He's the best. He's got the high ground, damn it. <laughs> I mean, Maul got destroyed by Obi Kenobi, by old Kenobi. He did. He did. But Maul was a little brat, you know? He uh he was too eager. I agree with Max. I prefer a flashback or something. See, that'd be a good way to do it, is if they did a flashback. I hope they call back to that fight on Mustafar, which is one of the best fights ever. And speaking of, I'm actually releasing a video soon breaking down that fight on Mustafar between Obi-Wan and Anakin. And I'm sure you're probably wondering, what else is there to talk about with that scene? Everyone's already talked about it. We already know. There's stuff that people don't look at when they look at that fight. And I'm talking about the contemporary achievement in the art form. There was this woman who is a art professor at, I can't remember the school, but she's a big deal. She did an entire book. Well, not an entire book. She did a whole chapter of her book dedicated to Revenge of the Sith, calling it the greatest achievement in contemporary art in film in like 100 years. That's a huge, <laughs> that's a huge credential, especially coming from a very acclaimed art historian and um, artist. And it's a very interesting article. And I'm going to talk about that in this video coming up soon. So I hope you guys will watch that too. It's It makes you look at it from a different perspective because like I said at the beginning of the show, the more people you meet, the more perspectives you get on art. And that's what makes it more enjoyable. Um, we have a new person joining us from Twitch. They room Ruamek1. Yo, when do we get nude Darth Vader, I can't wait for it. <laughs> I think you're the only person asking for nude Darth Vader. But hey, I'm not going to tell you what you you can't want. So <laughs> I've never I've never heard that before. You like the uh scarred and deformed look? Is that what kinks you off? That's very interesting. Maybe we'll get it soon. You never know. I mean, in Empire, we got the back of his head. That was pretty hot. So maybe you'll get your wish. But Nude Vader, if you want, on the earlier 2000 toys, 2002, if you buy the action figures, you can actually remove Darth Vader's clothing. <laughs> Don't ask me how I knew that. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you. It's because when I was a kid, I liked to take the clothes off of the action figures and swap them with other things like Jar Jar Binks. I would take his little vest off and put it on Darth Vader. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Sith Stoner says no nudity in Star Wars. Was that a was that a, a fact or was that a request like for the future? Like please no nudity. <laughs> Not even like um Leia or Padme. Kidney reveal please Ramen 101 from Darth Vader. We're going <laughs> to, according to the people on Twitch, this is going to be a very gory Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show. We're going to get nudity. We're going to get organs falling out of people. 
probably get some more people on fire. So it's going to be an HBO Max exclusive. It won't even be on Disney+. Plus. It's going straight to HBO. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I want to see a flashback of the Jedi Temple raid as well. That's something a lot of people want. That's something I hear a lot of people ask for too, MJ. And I think it's possible because it's that moment that was built up and it was kind of genius that they didn't show anything. They showed Anakin approaching the younglings and then he ignites the lightsaber and then it we do a time jump and he's gone and we just know that he killed everybody. Partially they did that because to get the PG-13 rating and to be more friendly towards kids. And, but there was stuff written to have him fighting more Jedi and killing younglings. And we might see a flashback. What if it's like the scenes they shot for Revenge of the Sith that they didn't use? And they use that, excuse me, and they use that and they put it in Obi-Wan as like a flashback scene. That'd be really cool. And then George Lucas can get it directed by credit. It's going to be sad, but I want to see how powerful Anakin is against weaker Jedi. Um, other than Obi-Wan, I think is what you're saying. It's going to be sad, but I want to see how powerful Anakin is against weaker Jedi. Well, Anakin's, Anakin's the most powerful. If you, if you think about how all his limbs are gone, yet he's still as powerful as he is. And the force is, it enters and exit. It flows through your fingertips and through your toes, pretty much all your appendages. And because he lost his, his midichlorian count is lower. His attunement with the force is much lower, but he's still able to have such a grasp on it and be so powerful. So imagine if he had all his limbs and he didn't need a breathing apparatus and he wasn't scarred and deformed. He'd be the ultimate power. It would, it would be insane. He would, could overthrow Vader or Palpatine. But you're, you're right. I'd like to see some more fights as well. Max says, do you think that the Kenobi show will set up a Vader series or a movie? Oh, <laughs> Max, you're speaking to my heart. So I don't think so. But I would sure love that. What I don't want them to do is be like, leave it on a cliffhanger and be like, there's a Vader movie coming. You know, I think what makes Vader so special is we never get his point of view. We do in the prequels, but outside of that, when he is when he is Darth Vader, we don't get his point of view. We're, we were with him for a couple moments here and there in the original trilogy, but he's a complete mystery. And with that, he still remains so powerful, so iconic, so mysterious. And yeah, but as far as it leading up to a, a series or a movie, I don't think so. I don't think so. We'll have to wait and see, though. Um, I think I lost the chat. Give me one second here, guys. Oh, Sistoner, that was a request, a request for no nudity. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> um, Ramen says, LOL. Hey, all the new people that are watching, thanks for stopping by. Uh, if you don't know, today's my birthday. This is kind of a random stream, just kind of chit-chatting. But I ha again, I'll, I'll make this announcement since there's more people watching on Twitch and stuff. I had a video drop today on YouTube. I put a lot of work into it's called the 12 highest paid Star Wars actors. It's a ranking video and it would mean so much to me. This could be your gift to me is if you went over to this video, gave it a like, maybe a comment. You don't have to watch it, you know, if you don't want to, but 
if you uh gave it some attention for the algorithm that'd be awesome uh i only asked you guys to do this on the videos that i put extra work into so that would mean a lot if you guys wanted to do that for me thank you so much um oops here we go they have plenty material to pull from for vader they do they do josh there's there's tons we could do i mean i'm sure once i get through this book of the sith i'm gonna have tons to think about as well and again because of what i said about him being a mystery and stuff like that and we don't spend too much time with him we still know about everything that goes on in his life so there's stuff to take from of course and don't get me wrong if they made a movie if they made a show about vader i'm all on board 100 percent um i just don't think that's what they're going to do i would love to see more episodes of the vader vr game though which i have played and if you guys want to watch my review go to the youtube channel and you can listen and watch gameplay of me doing that uh, but the vader immortal vr is awesome i think we will definitely see flashbacks because hayden is back hell yeah i mean you're not going to bring back hayden and not show his face at all right they're definitely going to do that i totally agree and mj agrees with you okay so everyone is so hyped about this obi-wan show everyone in the chat everyone i've spoken to this is going to be i know wandavision was popular i know falcon and winter soldier was popular i know all this stuff is really popular but look obi-wan kenobi is going to make all of that look like uh the wiggles <laughs> it's going to be amazing everyone's going to watch this show it's going to blow up uh let's see here okay ramen on twitch asks an interesting question luke skywalker versus thor Who's going to win? Okay, so this question is partially unfair because they are two universe, two different universes and the same rules don't apply. But for the sake of hypothetical, let's put them both in the Star Wars world since Luke is able to use the Force, right? If you put him in Marvel, he wouldn't be able to use the Force. But Thor is a god, so he, his powers kind of work everywhere. So takes place in the Star Wars world, Luke Skywalker and Thor Odinson, who wins. Ugh. That's tough. What do you guys think in the chat? I I would like need time to think about it. But if I had to say offhand, if I had to say right away. See, the reason why I'm hesitant to answer is because there's so many things to consider. What are the stakes? That's one thing. Are they fighting for a planet? Are they fighting for love? Are they fighting for the, the sake of one thinks they're right, one thinks they're wrong? What are the stakes, right? That's really important because that's what drives the characters. That's what drives them to do what they want to do and especially what their beliefs are. So that's the second thing. Uh, why are there differing beliefs? What are they fighting for? That's another thing that's really important. And then the other thing too is just what are the rules of the boundaries they are in, you know? If it takes place in the Star Wars universe, does Thor still have his godlike powers, especially over thunder and stuff like that? Because we don't know how the environment and biology works in the Star Wars world as much as we do in Marvel, since it's kind of in our own universe in a way. But if I had to, let me see what you guys are saying before I answer, because I'm having some trouble thinking about it. So let's see. MJ says, I want, I want more of Luke, though. Max. Wait. Oh, that's a different subject. Okay, if I had to pick between Luke and Thor, it kind of pains me to say this, but 
I think Thor wins. I think Thor wins. Even though Luke can use the Force. I don't know. That's a good question. Nothing I've really thought about. Maybe I'll do a video on it someday if you guys would be interested. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I really want Luke to win. I really do. But it's something I would have to think about a lot. MJ says, yeah, we already have a lot of Vader content and I'll take whatever else we can get. I'm going to watch the video after the stream. Thanks, MJ. I appreciate it so much. Hayden is too beautiful not to be seen on screen. Hayden's too beautiful. He is, man. He did. He like barely aged. Last Star Wars movie we saw him in was like 20 years ago, and he only aged three years. So good for him. I hope I hope I had that kind of genetics. <laughs> uh, Max says, I mean, I love Vader, and I loved him in Rogue One, but I don't want too much Vader, and the same goes for Luke to me. Okay, so you kind of want to move away from Vader and Luke as far as independent stories, and you want something new. But I take that as you would still want to see them appear in like cameos or just pop-ups here and there. But I agree. It's time for something new, you know? Uh, oh, okay, MJ was saying what what versions of both. That's a fourth factor. What versions of them are we talking about? That's important too. There's tons of factors to put in. I want more Luke though. And I want to see what we saw in Mando. Okay, that's another thing. So Max is, I say Luke just because he has the force and he is a Star Wars character. And Star Wars to me is always better than Marvel. Totally agree. 100% Max, I'm right there with you. Lando says Luke Skywalker, of course, would win. Full power Luke and full power Thor. Luke wins every time. Okay. Interesting. Again, I'll have to think about this, guys. I I didn't realize so many people would be headstrong on Luke. And I'm I'm not really a Thor fan. And then again, I don't really know the 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 myth of of Thor all that well. So I guess I'll change my answer to Luke. MJ brings up a good point. Luke in Legends is insane. That okay, that kind of convinces me. Um, but I would be interested in actually breaking it down theoretically, um, comparing their powers, comparing their abilities, what the stakes are, what the circumstances. I think that would be really interesting. Um, guys, I think we did it. I think that's it for today. Legends Luke could beat Thor in his sleep. Yes. I totally agree. That just makes me want to go back and read um, Heir to the Empire. Okay, guys. Well, uh, we did it. We went through we 47 minutes. I honestly didn't think we'd have five minutes of stuff to talk about, but this was fantastic. So, hey, if you're watching on Twitch, thank you so much. There's not a lot of people that watch or follow the Twitch page, which is okay. It's understandable. I don't really do much there, except for live streams. Um, but those of you on YouTube, thank you as well. And the podcast listeners mean so much. Uh, thanks for joining me on my birthday. Um, I had fun. Uh, I'm going to go redeem my free stuff. If you, I don't know, I'm sure you guys do this. I, I love free stuff on your birthday. You get tons of free offers, tons of places. So I'm going to go get a coffee. I'm going to go get a free cake. I'm going to go get a free Redbox movie. Uh, I'm sure there's other stuff too, which I will find out along the way. Um, and if you guys want to keep the conversation going, you can find me on social media at Han Talks First. Um, I, I answer everyone who responds to me. I talk to everyone. So don't worry about me not replying. 
but this was great, guys. Thank you so much for being here with me. Uh, I hope you had fun because I sure did. Uh, I can't wait to come back again on Monday next week and uh, talk with you guys some more. We'll have some more content to actually discuss. And I'm having some more guests come on really soon, actually. Um, actually, I'll have two episodes next week. Um, so look out for that. There's going to be more than one episode next week. And I have, I think, four different guests coming on the show that three of them have never been on before. So it'll be really cool. Lando said it best. Okay, so here we go. Uh, thank you, Lando, again, for being here. So guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, a great weekend. I'll see you next week on Monday. Um, you know, thanks for coming here. Thanks for the birthday wishes. I love you guys. All the best. And now, somehow, some way, somewhere this week, may the force be with you. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first.